recap. It's time to get up. Danny and Kate are back on the radio. That's why they get up in the morning. Nothing says good morning like a drunken human alarm clock. Sit back and relax. They will entertain you for the next four hours. It's Danny and Kate, and the show starts now. Danny and Kate morning show on your radio. It is Wednesday, officially, official toi. It is Wednesday. Welcome to the show. It is French Wednesday. Is that what we're calling it? It was the Wednesday. That was a good day to to do the things that you want to do. It's Wednesday. It's Wednesday. I'm not sure where you want to go with this one. I'm not going anywhere with it. I just <laughs> wanted to use a French accent. All right. Uh, no, I want to give a big special shout out to Tori Birch, 55 fashion designer. Uh, she looks like uh, Sunshine and Daisies. Uh, but she's not. She was ranked the 73rd most powerful woman in the world by Forbes. And I used a French accent because Tori obviously has visited France before. Oh, yeah. Okay. She's a fashion designer. That's where all the runways are. There's runways in New York, too. Nope. Only in France. Okay. Uh, Kendrick Lamar's birthday is today. He's 34 years old. I'm, I'm so, so tired of the Photoshop. Ooh, remember that song was big for a while. Show me all the stretch marks. Oh, man. Everybody was like, yeah, show me the stretch marks. Mm. And the people saw him and they were like, nah. Filters have a purpose. No, there's nothing wrong with stretch marks. Filters have a purpose. Uh-uh. uh-uh. You stop it. I'm not saying anything horrible. I was just remin- It's his birthday. You, you should have Why to. Why are you trying to ruin a man's what birthday? What you mean filters have a purpose? You shouldn't have to filter your stretch marks. That's a normal thing on a body. Eh. You mean eh. Eh. I'm covered in them. Yeah. I'm going to hit you. <laughs> Stretch marks are fine. I'm just saying, if you're trying to do any photo. You should and it's cover ex- them up? No, you glam up everything else. Are you telling me you don't wear makeup? I have a normal face underneath this makeup, but I don't need I don't need to enhance anything. I don't Photoshop. Don't try to make me feel bad. You, I don't Photoshop my pictures. I don't cover up stretch marks. That's stupid. You wear makeup. What does that have to do with anything? So it's all about enhancing. So why would you shame There's somebody for trying to enhance? Enhancing and changing. Taking something away is not enhancing. That's change it. Enhancing nope. is making something you already have more of a focal point. Nope. Yes, that's what enhancing is. Nope. You're talking about hiding. That's Photoshop. I don't Photoshop my pictures. I'm, I'm so, so tired of the Photoshop. It's not what people look like. Well, you know what? Here's the deal. It's his 34th birthday, so if maybe he could have a good birthday without you being so mad. He said he's tired of the Photoshop. He's on my side. My uh, Barry Manilow. That's up your alley. I don't even know who that is. 78 years old. Singer-songwriter. He writes songs that make the whole world sing. He's Barry Manilow. You don't know who Barry Manilow is? Sing one for me. No. <laughs> Name a song? Some lyrics. Yeah, I, I couldn't even sing any. Ha, ha. Well, you he's can't a, give me crap. You can't even name a song. I mean, I there's a couple of them. When the Windmill Blows, the the Blue Perrier, uh, the Jonas Rocker, which is one of my favorites. It's about a, a, a rocking chair his grandma would rock him in. Those are all classic Barry Manilow songs. Are they really or are you pulling my leg right now? Because <laughs> I wouldn't know. <laughs> I wouldn't know. Uh, really? Oh, you do say. You know, we're going to take a little break. 
And when we come back, there's a tattoo parlor that is offering to give you free tattoos to cover up this. We'll tell you what this is in a moment. It's Danny and Kate. Danny and Kate show. Good morning. So a five-year-old golfer hit a hole in one. There's a five-year-old golfer in Florida who nailed a hole in one. This kid's name is William Kelly. He says he used a seven iron to sink the shot at Spring Tree Golf Club near Fort Lauderdale. It took two bounces off the fairway, one off the green, hit the flag, and went in. Already folks at the course are taking bets whether he'll be a pro before puberty. This is actually the same uh, path that Tiger Woods went down. Tiger Woods used to go on late night television shows. If you guys want to go watch it, you can Google Tiger Woods as a child and he would do trick shots on like Johnny Carson. And everybody was like, man, this little kid's good. Yeah, he ended up being pretty good (laughs) as a grown up. That was his thing. How do you feel about that story, babe? That's cute. It's nice. It's cute. We've got the Kate Hill. It's cute approval. Boom, bing. It's cute. That's what I want to do. Is I want to put that on a sounder. So just every time I'll be like, "It's cute." I don't get golfing. I'm just not into it. It's cute. Well, you don't have to be into it. Other people are. There's a lot of things I'm not into, um, like blowing up buildings. North Korea's into it apparently. North Korea blew up a building they used to meet uh, the South Koreans in as a way of saying we're done talking. The North Koreans say they're fed up discussing peace with the South and don't think it's even possible. Some worry it might be another sign they're closing. uh, They're close to reigniting a war with South Korea. Don't get it either. Feels like unnecessary. It's cute. It's unnecessary. That's what I should have done. It's unnecessary. (laughs) Let's have a whole bunch of these little one word. Boom. It's cute. That's unnecessary. Well, then, cool. I don't even have to be here. I'm going to take the day off, boom, and boom, you boom, can boom. sound her away. That was, that's a great idea. Awesome. Woo! Can't wait for that. Um, all right. So let's talk about taking a knee. At Des Moines, Iowa, uh, the entire high school baseball team took a knee during the national anthem. One of the teammates at Roosevelt High say they have a lot of diversity, and they wanted to show their support. So now taking a knee. Remember when this was a big deal before taking a knee, and people were mad and booing and this high school was applauded, and now they're being uh, commended for appreciating uh, diversity. It's weird how much can change in, in four some, years. Yeah. yeah, weird, right? Like, here we are. This thing just kind of came full circle. Um, all right, well, we're going to take a little break. We're going to be back in a moment, so stick around. It's Danny and Kate. Danny and Kate show. So there's a petition to replace the Confederate statues throughout the, sta- the South with statues of Dolly Parton. Darn right. Petition floating around online to replace all Confederate statues in Tennessee with uh, statues of Dolly Parton. And it's already gotten more than 15,000 signatures. Change.org petition is trying to get 25,000. Organizers say they want to replace the statues of men who sought to tear this country apart with a monument of a woman who worked her entire life to bring us closer together. And she's also... She's very Southern. There, there's also a petition, I think, in Louisiana for Britney Spears to be replaced with one of them. Britney Spears? Yep, Britney Spears. Wow. Oops, I did it again. You can make a petition for anything. It's I really just not signed, that hard. I just signed one the other day to bring weddings back. Did she really? Yeah. Why not? You know those petitions don't actually go anywhere or do anything, right? Nah, it makes people feel good. It's like, like when you comment on Facebook. Does. It's like it a makes feel good. placebo effect. It is. Um, all right, New Zealand is no longer coronavirus free. They were all 
you know, bragging about it. Like, oh, we beat coronavirus and we're so much better. Turns out they're no longer coronavirus free, uh, which is, you know, proof you shouldn't go shooting your mouth around. Two people who visited from London tested positive a few days after landing. So now the country's trying to trace everyone they had contact with. It's starting all over again. New Zealand had gone three weeks without a single case. That was as long as the fun lasted. They should have just kept the borders closed until, hey, when you guys figure it out, we'll reopen. Well, that doesn't even mean it went away, though, because if we know a lot of people are asymptomatic, it could have just been caring among asymptomatic people until somebody was showing symptoms. Perfect, perfect. We'll be back in a moment. It's Danny and Kate. Danny and Kate Morning Show. So we just talked about this the other day, and they're reminding people that when you flush the toilet, make sure the lid is closed tight. Um, Yeah, they said that's how you should fight coronavirus. You may want to close that lid when you're done. Your research finds that coronavirus can spread with the flush, the business, you know, the, the, the business. Anyway, I guess when you leave that behind in the toilet, uh, it shoots up, especially the ones that are super powerful, the toilets. that Like in public washrooms? Yeah, that, that pushes it down so it doesn't get clogged. I guess it shoots up like a mist, and that can float all the way over to the sink. Yep. Depending on how close, I guess, the toilet is to the sink. Why don't use public restrooms? Those droplets can land on any surfaces and can carry COVID-19. Doctors suggest closing the lid before you flush. Keep washing your hands a lot, especially as you go back to work and use public restrooms. And most public restrooms don't have lids. No. No, they're wide open. And they usually don't have a seat either. It's like a prison toilet. It's a all made seat. out of... It's all made out of like a... Where are you going to the bathroom at? Like in the hood. I usually go like, you know, prisons. I go in. There's just no, there's no toilet seat. It's just a hole. And you're like, this is it. This is where I'm at. Just letting it happen. When does that happen? And then sometimes I'll drain out the toilet and I'll talk through the toilet to the other people in the other stalls. I shouldn't have let you watch that show. (laughs) Yo, yo, yo. What's up? What's up? Hey, what's up? What are you doing? Oh, you know, just talking to the toilet. Yeah, that's what I'm doing. That was such a weird show. It's prison. It's how prison works when you're in New York and you're talking in toilets. I learned a lot. Kind of feel like I could go at some point and be like, yeah, I already know what's going on here. I don't think that's a good idea. Not I mean, I don't want to. I'm just saying. For. It's, it's probably a good video to watch if you're going to go in. That way you kind of know what you're getting prepared for. It's like almost like an, it's almost like an instructional video for summer camp, except, you know, you're forced to be there and you could die. Which is similar to summer camp. Eerily. Eerily similar to summer camp. Um, All right. So controlling parents lead to messy adult years. Helicopter parents are likely doing their kids no favors. A new study finds problems later in adulthood from overbearing parents. Raise your hand if you have one. (laughs) I don't. They're both dead. I knew you were going to say that. A new long-term study found 13-year-olds with controlling parents reported having problems with social relationships and education goals by the time they were 32. Researchers say what the parents ended up doing is uh, stunting their child's progress. Doctors say kids need to find an autonomy and work their critical thinking during their teen years. Now, I think what the problem is, is those 13-year-olds were stupid and they just grew up and they were still stupid. Because how many times have you had to say something to a kid and you're like, oh my God, why would you... No, you shouldn't be juggling knives. Why are you always telling me what to do? Because that's stupid. Don't juggle knives. 
Oh, so now juggling knives is stupid, huh? I guess I'm an idiot. Well, I mean, if you bake the cake. Oh, what about the parents who don't give a crap? Those people usually don't turn out well either. Yeah, just, you know, hey, you know what you should do? Um, why don't you toss a firecracker in there? That way it blows up in between catching the knives. <laughs> I don't know. I just don't think. I think they're obviously if you're hovering over every single thing, but you do have to be involved. Do you know what this feels like? This feels like um, when you go to therapy and like it always leads back to blaming your parents for something. Yeah, exactly. Well, you know, it's your my parents, parents didn't. Fault. Do, yeah. It's their fault. I'm not a successful 30 year old. It's their fault. Yeah. Well, you know, if my parents just would have let me figure out some more problems at 13, I probably wouldn't be in over my head at 32. <laughs> You've had plenty of time. You've had plenty of time yeah. to get strapped together. How many years is 17 years? You can't keep blaming your parents for the rest of your life. 18, 19 years? That's a long time. You spent more time away from them at that point than you've been with them. So yeah. Maybe it's. Maybe, Maybe it's you. you. Yeah. yeah. Could be you. I know that's a tough pill, pill to swallow. Could be you. I don't know. Anywho, uh, we're going to play the stupidest person of the day. Today we got a doozer. So we're going to play that one coming up. Stick around for that. It's Danny and Kate. Stupid people are everywhere. Oh, it's even more stupid than you could possibly imagine. That sounds stupid. That's just stupid. Here's Danny and Kate's stupidest person of the day. That's really stupid, right? Well, today's stupidest person of the day is a guy who thought he could get away from the police by throwing White Claw at him. Yep, 36-year-old guy named Matthew Stinson. He pulled a knife on a clerk at a hotel in Lincoln, Nebraska on Sunday afternoon. It's not clear why he was so mad. Then he took off before the cops got there. They found him about six hours later. He tried to get away by throwing cans of White Claw at them. Of course, he missed and they were able to duck out of the way. The cops caught him after a short chase. He's been charged with resisting arrest, making terroristic threats, and use of a deadly weapon to commit a felony. The last charge is him about uh, pulling the knife uh, either way. Not the White Claw. Not the White Claw. (laughs) But anytime you throw anything at a police officer, it could be assault with a deadly weapon. So there you go. Why would you waste the White Claw like that? Who knows? Who knows what was going on with him? And why White Claw is his choice of defensive weapon. But there you go, sir. Enjoy your time in prison. Uh, you are today's stupidest person of the day. We're going to return in a moment. We've got your Late Show recap coming up. We're also going to talk more about things that have been happening in your life. Take some of your phone calls. Give you a chance to get qualified for the exclusive Danny and Kate Morning Show Blender. It is. I mean, this thing is is a collector's item. We'll tell you how you can win that coming up in just a few. It's Danny and Kate. What happened last night on the late night talk shows? West and Jimmy Kimmel decided to squash their feud last night. Danny and Kate don't know. They were asleep. Oh, man. Talk about a freak show. So let's play it back. We're talking about the fun he's having on his show. It's the Late Show Recap with Danny and Kate. Here's the best of your late show comedy. We've got some uh, Jimmy Kimmel, some Jimmy Fallon, some Seth Meyers. Here they are telling jokes. Enjoy. Well, guys, due to the pandemic, Walmart is testing a store that only offers self-checkout. And if it's successful, it could be expanded to more stores. It's to limit human interaction and to increase interaction with buttons that thousands of people touch. 
According to a new study from the CDC, most people are not using hand sanitizer correctly. They say you're supposed to rub your hands with sanitizer for 30 seconds, which is even longer than when you wash your hands. It's 20 seconds. The study was published in the Journal of Information. It would have been nice to have three months ago. (laughs) NFL Commissioner Roger Goodell said yesterday he would encourage teams to sign quarterback Colin Kaepernick. Teams like the New York Mets or the Cleveland Indians. I mean, he'd make a great San Jose Shark, so I'm going to put a call in for him. We always love to throw in some comedy, and since Father's Day is coming up this weekend, here's Adam Fiera talking about fathers. I get my communication skills from my father, too, which is nothing. (laughs) Absolutely nothing. He's 66 years old. He's down to grunts at this point in his life. He's a pop, you hungry? (laughs) Pop, you cold? (laughs) Pop, how'd the Mets do? Adam Fierro right there. We'll be back in just a few. It's Danny and Kate. If it's on the internet, it must be true. Celebrities are rich. Paparazzi's with their cameras. Good looking and better than us. Kind of nice having so much to celebrate. It's time for Celebrity Dirt, only on the Danny and Kate Show. The Bold and the Beautiful is back from the Entertainment Tonight Newsroom in Hollywood. I'm Kevin Frazier. The Bold and the Beautiful is the first U.S. series to return to production. The CBS daytime drama resumes filming this week. New episodes are expected to air in July. The Bachelorette's Caitlin Bristow is set to appear on the upcoming 29th season of Dancing with the Stars. No official air date has been announced, but the show is expected to return this fall on ABC. Celebrating an E.T. birthday today, Knott's Landing star Joan Van Ark is 77, the O.J.'s Eddie LaVert is 78, and which Canadian singer is best known for his 1978 hit, I Just Want to Stop? That would be Gino Vanelli, who today turns 68. And we'll have all the latest celebrity news on the next E.T. This report brought to you by Progressive Insurance. At Progressive, we're making things even easier. We'll help you bundle your home and car insurance together so you can save on both. Learn more at Progressive.com. From the Entertainment Tonight newsroom in Hollywood, I'm Kevin Frazier. Awesome, Kevin. We'll be back in a couple. Danny and Kate show. Uh, Let's go over all the big news stories that happened the last 24 hours so that way we can get caught up. President Trump has signed an executive order on policing amid pressure to uh, pressure over lethal incidents with the police department. The order creates a national database of excessive force complaints that includes a ban on chokeholds, except when an officer's life is at risk. Today is about pursuing common sense and fighting, fighting for a cause like we seldom get the chance to fight for. We have to find common ground. But I strongly oppose the radical and dangerous efforts to defend, dismantle, and dissolve our police departments. We must support the brave men and women in blue who police our streets and keep us safe and invest more resources in police training, recruiting, and community engagement. Yeah, also in the news, uh, there is now a paid holiday for state workers in Virginia. It's now June 19th. Juneteenth is now a paid holiday for workers in Virginia. Pharrell Williams helped make the announcement with Virginia Governor Ralph Northam yesterday. Listen to this. Virginia is where ships filled with kidnapped and enslaved Africans first landed on these shores over 400 years ago. It makes sense that Virginia officially recognizes this this holiday in this powerful way. And that's because it's been overlooked for so long. This year, 
Juneteenth will look like no other Juneteenth before it. People of all ages and races will come together in solidarity for black people like never before. So our country excels, and I mean excels, at celebrating Independence Day. July 4th, 1776, not everybody was free in celebrating their Independence Day. Juneteenth deserves the same level of recognition and celebration. Mm. Juneteenth. So, yeah, now it's a state holiday for uh, Virginia. Uh, what else? Miami. Apparently, uh, Florida is having huge COVID-19 cases. It's just been skyrocketing over there. Mm-hmm. And now the mayor of Miami says the city will not be moving into the next phase of reopening because of the surge of coronavirus cases in Florida. We can't just describe this to increase testing. This is a real increase in case number. If we continue at the rate that we're moving right now and don't really do much else, we'll probably see around twelve to 13,000 cases in the first week in July. Wow, that's a lot. Uh, apparently, there were some vigilantes that may have started violence on Monday at a rally in New Mexico that led to a shooting. The shooting took place at a protest calling for the removal of a uh, statue uh, of Spanish conquistador. Uh, one man was hospital and another was charged with aggravated battery. Yeah, scary stuff there. And also, and really good news. Anytime we talk about the news, it's always just like that, where it's like, oh, constantly crazy. But scientists are now hailing dexamethasone. As a major breakthrough in treating coronavirus, it's cheap, widely used steroid that is shown to reduce the death rate on patients on ventilators by a third. By a third. That's pretty impressive. This is a very positive finding, uh, and it's a robust finding. It's a well-done study, so I think it needs to be validated, but uh, it certainly suggests that this could be beneficial in this setting. I think this is an important finding. Yeah, important finding indeed. Well, there you go. Now we're all caught up with the news. When we come back, we're going to take phone calls and dive into your lives and see what the heck you're up to. I can't wait. Can't wait to talk to you. Uh, and we'll go all about some some hard-hitting questions in a moment. So stick around. It's Danny and Kate. Danny and Kate on your morning drive. So, OMG, you've all been filling ice trays wrong. That's my favorite. You've been doing this wrong. I promise you, you've been doing this wrong. Well, that's what Brittany, a TikTok user, has said. And she's gotten a million views so far. Sorry, 4.3 million views so far on how to fill your ice tray. It's a 10 second clip. Uh, What she shows, water should be poured onto the flat spots, separating the grooves, allowing them to trickle down gently into the four surrounding sections. Okay, Brittany, we already knew this. Apparently she didn't because she just discovered it. She's one of those Tide Pod eating kids, isn't she? Probably. Here's, Here's her video. Am I just dumb or did nobody else know this either? These little flat spots on ice cube trays are where you're supposed to fill in the water. So it just goes in... So nicely to all four. Instead, I've been doing this my whole life. Yeah. Yeah, you're just dumb. Yeah, that's, it's just, it's not dumb. It's just you're not old enough. 
you know. No, she didn't sound that young. Yeah. I think she's just dumb. But the big question is, why were so many people so shocked by this? There was. It was a large amount of people that were shocked by this. Because it's all children on TikTok who haven't had to live life, like actually fill ice cube trays. Okay. I agree with you. But I want to go to the phone lines. one 516 9981 Did you know that's how ice cube trays were supposed to be filled? I'm just, you know, we have a smart audience. We have smart people. Chance for you to get qualified for the exclusive Danny and Kate morning show blender. We will be sending out to one lucky household coming up this Friday. So excited to send this to your house. Mm, You're going to blend the heck out of something. It's going to be so good. Oh, yeah. Let's go to line number one. Good morning. Did you know that this is how ice cube trays were supposed to be filled? Yeah, I don't even understand how people didn't realize, you know, that was the way you fill up your ice cube trays. I mean, it's just so simple and obvious. <laughs> Clearly, you know, anyone who didn't realize that were not thinking at all when they were filling up on their ice cube trays. It's like a little thought can go a long way, people. It really can. I appreciate mm-hmm. you calling in. Yeah, it seems like an obvious one. You know, I think they blew up on TikTok, though, because the audience on TikTok is mainly very, very young, yeah. like mostly teenagers. Yeah. And teenagers today, I mean, a lot of them, they don't even have to fill ice cube trays, right? Yeah, they, they got, don't have a lot of life skills. Most fridges have ice cube makers in them now. It's true. Like when I was a kid, our fridge didn't have an ice cube maker till I was, I don't know, a teenager, 12, 13. One eight seven seven five one six nine nine eight one. A producer is saying line two. We have one. We have one. Good morning. So, uh, did you know that's how ice cube trays were supposed to be filled? I had no idea. I was always <laughs> a one cube person at a time, and you know this is a game changer for me. Um, you know, think of all the seconds I'll be saving by filling up four cubes at once. <laughs> Thank you for calling in. I like it. He says this is a game changer. My whole world's been blown, man. I'm just sitting here living on the edge going, what What else isn't real? What else am I doing wrong? Am I tying my shoes wrong? Am I drinking water wrong? Yeah, I don't think mundane things are allowed to be called game changers. <laughs> wrong category. Well, maybe he's a professional... Ice cube tray Maybe filler. he's got like 50 trays in his freezer. I don't live his life. I don't know. That's a lot of time. <laughs> Dude, you just say, I normally fill ice cube trays from 5 a.m. until midnight. That's what I do. And now I think I could get done in, in half the time. You saved my life, Brittany. Love these kids. That's oh, great. TikTok. Awesome stuff. Um, all right, so we're going to take a little break, and when we come back, we're going to ask you, will you try to get your kids to do schoolwork over the summer so they're not behind in September? Some summer schoolwork. We're going to talk about kids coming up. It's Danny and Kate. You're on the Danny and Kate show, so summertime, kids are out. They're running around doing whatever kids do, being stinky, making messes, eating all your food, you know, the normal stuff. But some of us got some uh, summer packages, summer school packages, things they were supposed to get done. And uh, my question is, is your child still doing schoolwork from home? A new study from the University College London finds 2.3 million children across the UK or one in five are hardly doing any schoolwork during lockdown and now in summer at all. Nationally, kids are spending an average of 2.5 hours per day uh, on their schoolwork during lockdown. And now it's down to just 15 minutes. 
Yeah. They said that's half of what they previously thought. Politicians there say we've got to get our children learning again. These children, particularly the young ones, are missing out on the most important parts of their lives. And we're damaging their life chances in a huge way. Well, yeah, that's what happens when you leave it up to the parents to try to be good educational uh, tutors. I am not cut to be a teacher. My mom was a teacher. Yeah. My sister's a teacher. But for some reason, I skipped that gene pool and I, I can't do it. It's so difficult for me. Yeah, it's tough. But here, the big question is, it's summertime. So you should see those numbers dip down because it's summertime. So are you going to try to get your kids to do schoolwork? Um, over the summer, are you trying to keep them, you know, caught up? That's if we even go back in the fall. I mean, now there's all these stats saying the second wave is going to hit February. <laughs> right? They're saying that's when it's going to hit. So what do you think? one 516 A chance to get qualified for the exclusive Danny and Kate morning show blender. Oh, it could be yours. Let's go to line number one. Good morning. No way. Kids need to be kids. That's part of growing up. If they miss out on that, then they lose great childhood memories. And those are just so important. Some yeah. of my best memories from when I was a kid are from Christmas and summer. Christmas and summer. I appreciate you calling in. He's right. Those are the two best time periods. Christmas, summer, uh, Friday night. And they're, those they're, are always good times. They're smart. Like Once they get back into their regular environment, they're going to soak it up like sponges. Yeah. Hopefully that comes sooner rather than later. Let's go to line number two. Good morning. Will you try to get your kids to do schoolwork over the summer? I'm probably just going to have to give my kids work to do just to have something else to keep them occupied while I work this summer. Yeah. I'm still at home and I uh, don't want them staring at the TV for the next three months. At the very least, I'm going to have to mandate some kind of reading time. I appreciate you calling in. Mandate and reading time. Do we mandate reading time? I know we cut off the ipad time but i don't think there's like a time of day where they're like well, you guys gotta read uh no not during summer they do during the school year because that's part of their homework but when i was a kid i loved reading i would spend hours on my own volition reading well that was also a long time ago babe. wasn't that long ago that was a long time ago tegan likes to read she'll go up to her room and read that was back when they had to use oil to light the lanterns inside the house I'm sorry, how old do you think I am? And used a pitchfork to kill all the wildebeest trying to attack the family in the middle of the night. Where do I live in this scenario? Okay, um, somewhere uh, where there's wildebeest attacking families. And what time frame? Uh, the oil lamp time period. And you can't even give me a date, nothing? 700 <laughs> 700 <laughs> I think you need to go to summer school. 700 and We're nine. making up numbers now. <laughs> <laughs> that's why that's why the hill kids aren't too bright have you seen the father mm-hmm. he's an idiot their parents can't teach them at all oh, how is he supposed to read them anything he just said 17 i don't know how they get themselves dressed in the morning that guy that whole family's crazy um uh, all right <laughs> we're gonna take a little break when we come back we're gonna dive into one of my favorite things to do where we go to craigslist and we go into missed connections it's always a hoot and holler. Your Craigslist missed connections coming up next. It's Danny and Kate. Danny and Kate on your morning drive. Uh, it's my favorite time of the day where we get to check out what's going on with single people. We're married. We've been together a uh, an extensive amount of time, at least seven years. You're warm. Eight years. Mm-hmm. We've been to, oh, we just had our anniversary. We've been together eight years. 
So we don't have to do this anymore. But when we were younger and say dating, we may have used the old misconnections board every now and then. Not once, not ever. Never you never know ever. when on there because you saw somebody you thought was cute and maybe they'll just say hi at some point. No. Either way, we didn't know it still existed. It does. It's time for us to bring you the misconnections from Craigslist. Today's first misconnection says... 46-year-old female looking for some chili. Yeah, I'm staying at a hotel for a week, and if any of you want to come over and cook me some chili, I really would appreciate it. I love chili. I think chili is the best thing you can make somebody. I don't I don't think she understands what the misconnection section is for. <laughs> or maybe chili is code for something. No, but like that's not even what this board is for. This board is for like you saw somebody that you don't know as a stranger, you thought they were cute, <laughs> and maybe they might see it, because in your world, it's a fantasy. If somebody wants to come make me some chili, you don't, how dare you judge that woman's fantasy? She's got a chili fantasy going on. Yes, add some sauces. <laughs> okay. Add some spice. Okay, next one. Move uh, on. That's a hot mess. Uh, <laughs> nope. Is that hamburger meat? Oh, yeah, that's hamburger meat. Um, here we go. <laughs> uh, let's see. I am looking for a amazing Latino man that was in the milk section at the local grocery store. I went up to the window and I said, hey, are you going to grab that? You looked at me and said, no. That was it. You looked at me and said. See, that's ah. what this is for. Yep, trying to get some. Trying that get is a great A example. Mm, you ever had that uh, interaction where you're reaching for milk and someone else is going for it and then all of a sudden you like realize like this may be the person I'm in love with? Nope, not ever. Well, it depends on the type of milk because there's some amazing milk out there. We don't buy milk. Oat milk? Yeah. It's not really milk. We do. Um, okay. That was a long one. What's yeah, this on is this is a fun one. So this is our third and final one. Again, these are from Misconnections on Craigslist. Single mom seeking crazy fun. There is no way you actually think you can meet girls on here anymore, right? This place has been destroyed by feds trying to entrap dudes looking for horrible connections and con artists trying to swindle your money. There is still a forum left where you can get an everyday girl like me. Make sure you check me out on my Facebook page, blah, 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 where we can meet, chat, talk, and maybe get to be friends. Wouldn't that be nice? So quit looking for the cheap hookup and look for the long-term goal. Single mom seeking crazy fun. <laughs> but yet she had to come here to put it on here. Yeah. Feels a little contradictory. Yeah, she and it just doesn't. I don't know what what that seems. It doesn't feel appealing. Doesn't feel appealing. You're like judging me putting my ad on here, and you want uh, me to hit you up on Facebook now. Mm -hmm. I feel like I've done something wrong by. Thanks, mom. Yeah, exactly. Thanks, That's what mom. it feels like. Yeah, That's what it feels like. Either way, there you go. There's your uh, misconnections for today. We'll take a little break and be back. It's Danny and Kate. Danny and Kate show. So here's the thing. We've been talking about people going, hey, we are going to sue your business if we get sick with COVID-19. And employees have already been doing it and businesses are catching on. 
And now more companies want you to sign a COVID-19 liability waiver. Businesses are trying to get customers and employees to sign liability waivers so they don't get sued if you get sick. Most states don't have laws that limit liability. Restaurants and stores worry that as they reopen, they'll be the target of coronavirus lawsuits, waivers being floated around that look a lot like the one the Trump campaign has people signing who want to attend president's rallies in Tulsa on Saturday. So he's making everybody that shows up to the rally, hey, if you get COVID at this rally, that's on you. You can't be mad at us. Doesn't that already tell you that the organizers, including the president, think that the rally's a bad There's, idea? There might be, yeah, there might be a little COVID. There might be a little COVID floating around. Um, so the big question is, will this, will this be more prevalent? I think a hundred percent. Yes. I read a story yesterday that there's restaurants and bars in Florida that are just closing down, not because they're being told to, but because they have so many people that have tested positive for COVID in their restaurant and bar. Mm. So one of them, they had 47 employees and 13 of them tested positive and they've only been open seven days. Right. So uh, another one said that there was a woman there who had a birthday party get together. It was like only nine friends or whatever. But eight of those friends tested positive. The waitress tested positive. Her boyfriend tested positive. Like they just it was running through the thing. So they said, look, we're going to close down for the weekend. It's Father's Day weekend, busy weekend. And we're going to clean and disinfect everything. But you know what I think, though? Like, because there I feel like there's kind of two people right now. There's people like us. Who aren't going anywhere. Things are open, but we're not going nowhere. Yeah. And there's the people who are like, yay, we can go out. I'm going to go out. I'm going to do my thing. I'll wear my mask, whatever. I'm going to go out and live my life. I feel like those people are already putting themselves at more risk in general. Yeah. Because they're the ones constantly going out in public. They're the ones meeting with their friends again. So I feel like they're just at a higher risk. It's not necessarily that it's as rampant with certain things being open. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, no, I hear you. Well, I guess we'll figure out how it all works out over the next week or so because things are starting to ramp up. And, of course, they have said that this is supposed to peak now in February. But everyone says, you know, like you said, they've said that before. This isn't happening. Um, But they're, you know, different areas are going to run out of hospital beds by the end of July. Um, So... I don't know. Because like when we were in full lockdown, only essential shopping only, like cases continued to rise, but it was slower. Mm. And now there's this, you know, groups of people who are like, screw it. I'm going out because I can now. Yeah. And I just think there's just a smaller group of people who are just putting themselves at a higher risk. It's not necessarily going to translate into the rest of the population. Oh, I gotcha. Well, in Florida, they are up to 2,000 positive cases a day. What, weren't they one of the first states that opened up, though? Yeah. And now they're... So it's it's kind of taking that long. Um, to get all the numbers in. To get all the numbers yeah, in. Yeah, and it takes out. a couple weeks for some people to even be symptomatic. So either way, uh, there is some good news, though. I like a good news COVID story. Imagine being a three-time cancer survivor and then beating coronavirus. Well, that's what one person in Pennsylvania did. Happened after being in the hospital for three months. At one point, an medically induced coma on a ventilator. The man, the miracle, says he prayed a lot to Mother Mary. He's strong enough to leave the hospital. He did a little polka dance with one of his uh, caregivers. But now he is a three-time cancer survivor and a coronavirus survivor. I hope somebody paid his hospital bill because it is expensive. 
Oh, yeah. One round of cancer treatments. Now mm-hmm. three and three months in the ICU. Oh, my Lord. Yeah, Millions that, of dollars in well, debt. That one guy in Seattle got $1.1 million bill. And he stayed like two months, right? Yeah. Like 60 days. Yeah, that's a lot. So this guy's probably got millions in medical debt. Oh, poor guy. But he made it. All right. Well, all that fun stuff. We're going to take a little break and be back. It's Danny and Kate.